Hello, and on today's show, Daisy Ridley puts on one hell of an audition. How would you like to sleep with the fishes? Stop walking into walls in real life. And AMD is trying to get into government contracts, but they just don't have the intel. This is episode 17 of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. to another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour, where we drink a toast to all the geeky things we're passionate about. Today is April 2nd, 2016. My name is Alex, and I am joined by JoJo. April Fool's Day. Oh, wait. I mean, hello. Yeah, you're day late. I, uh, damn it. Okay. Uh, sorry. Right. Well, we'll get you next year. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I mean, you won't get me next year. I'm on my toes. I'm, uh, I'm watching you. I've already planned it. I, uh, uh, I'm know. worried. I'm worried now. Little okay. do you know. I just sealed my own fate on that one. <laughs> Anyways, how are you doing, Alex? Dude, I'm doing real good. <laughs> I'm doing real good. It's we're I'm happy to be back here, and um, we we missed a week because of Easter and other holiday families and some you know prior contracts and yeah, obligations. How was, how was your Easter weekend? Um, there was a lot of me sitting on a seat with uh, a beer in hand um, and some. Netflix. That's know. good. Yeah, it was. Nice. I mean, I, I FaceTime my parents. They're in Texas, obviously. Yeah. So I got a good uh, two hour talk with them, which killed my phone. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I definitely interacted with my family. It was awesome. But um, I'm in Virginia, Northern Virginia, where we live. And uh, they're in Texas. So it makes it a little harder. Yeah, no, it certainly does. I, Deanna and I, well, actually, our, so my parents were out of town for the first time. Um, Ever, really. I mean, me growing up, they were always here for Easter, but they spent their Easter in Florida. So the thing you should know about my parents is uh, my mom is a Disney nut, and my dad is the biggest Washington Nationals baseball fan I've ever known. So he spends about a month down in Florida watching them do spring training. Awesome. And my mom um, would go down with him, go to the games, and then every once in a while they would drive over to Orlando and go to Disney. It's it's a win-win. It is. So uh, that's what they did awesome. for, for Easter. So really happy for them. Um, spent the the day hanging out with Deanna's folks. Um, you know, they they have um, a bunch of different traditions, including eating a, a very uh, special, like, Easter cookie. Um, oh, really? It's an Italian thing. It's a, I, I don't even know how to say it, Popocolova or something like that. I think I might have butchered it. Popo Colopez isn't that yeah. the way you put in a pina colada? No, that's like <laughs> that's, a, that's Jennifer Lopez's cousin. You're, oh, you're there we go. <laughs> so we so we ate so we ate some of that, and uh, there it's like a if that's the first thing that you eat uh, during Easter, you get good luck. Okay, like that's, it's like a good luck. It's Everything like with the Italian, grapes with the, the, Span- the Spanish. Thing, and, yeah, the yeah. thing you have to know about Italians is that if you don't do something specific, you're going to have bad luck. Right. Superstitions, uh, so, yeah, so very superstitions. They're, they're, I mean, but they're like real; like they've been proven. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I say superstitions, but I'm using like an actual term here, not a, a you're joke. really, yeah. really screwed. If you're <laughs> yeah, trying. you don't want to do that. Um, so we spent the day going over there, and then uh, my sister uh, and her husband, and then Deanna and I went over to my grandparents' house. Uh, spent Easter evening with them. Um, so that that was great. It's just a lot of driving around, man. Yeah, that, well, it's Northern around. Virginia. You go two miles; it's gonna take twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, you're in the car for a long time. Yeah. It was great though, and um, and and we also uh, let me think. Right before Easter weekend, we had an awesome time at a podcast hangout gathering. Yeah, yeah, no, it was fantastic. We met a lot of people. I mean, we had already known Bill McKenna who was on the show. Yeah, but we had never met Brett, and Brett was 
hilarious and fantastic yeah. and uh, just a depth of knowledge about everything and anything. I could pick up anything and he just had it on the fly. Yeah. Which is fun. A um, bunch of other people, Jennifer. Yep. Um, whom I only got a chance, a little bit of chance to talk to her. I didn't get as much of a chance I wanted to. Uh, we had uh, Jason and Veronica. Yep. Jason and Veronica who were on the show as well. And then there were a bunch of other folks from the DC podcasting community. Uh, we all met over at Jimmy's, uh, which is a, a, a local bar in Herndon, um, which is down the road. And uh, I, I reached out to the entire community. We have a Facebook page, and I reached out to the community. I was like, hey, who wants to meet up for a drink? And a whole bunch of folks came out. Definitely. It was great. It was fun. Um, it's fun because, you know, we're always posting stuff on Facebook about, hey, what's best practices in podcasting? And it was fun to get everybody together and, um, you know, put a, put a face with a name. Right, exactly. It was you fun. Know? And these guys, they're hilarious on a microphone, but they're hilarious in real life, too. So oh, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, it's funny. Um, you see what happens when you put a bunch of type A personalities <laughs> in the same room. But it's not a problem because everybody's freaking awesome. I mean, Bill Bunkett has got a specific dance for certain songs, and oh, Brett's boy. got his jokes about Washington anything. I, and <laughs> I, wish, I wish we had some video. Veronica had a, a baby in a bar. Oh, yeah. yeah we brought little Eli along. I, I feel like I might have video on Bill. Oh, okay. Uh, on his dances. I want to probably keep that under the deal <laughs> right now. But because at that point, um, I, we had stepped up from beers to grasshoppers, which I didn't know was a thing. And now I'm in love. <laughs> so that's a, kind of a dangerous path that, you know. Jojo was in a very good place that Friday. I was in a great place. Yep. Yeah. So uh, great meeting everybody. Um, for those listening who were out there uh, joining us for the um for the drinks it was so much fun that was fantastic we'll, we'll definitely have to we do need it again. to and then uh you know something else i wanted to mention on the show is that I, i've mentioned a couple times that i'm in a band you're in a band i'm in a what? band yeah what is this news? I, I play music i am the singer and a guitarist in a band called little league champs and the name of the band uh is significant because we all go up there we're a cover band. We play right. a bunch of stuff from 80s, 90s, and today in my radio announcer voice. And you, yes. <laughs> Casey Kasem. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, 80s, 90s, and today. Uh, so we play a bunch of different stuff, but we also put our own little twists on it, making rap songs into punk rock sort of stuff. Right. We play songs like No Diggity and, uh, and <laughs> Gangsta Bag it up, bag it up. Yeah, just yeah. like that. Uh, but then also a bunch of other, you know, classic rock and roll songs um, may or may not be playing some AHA um, take on me. Which I just found out recently they're still singing and making albums. Really? Apparently. They're actually like a big thing in wow. Europe. Like That's... they never stopped making. We only got the one single in the 80s. They're still making like they're known more for their new stuff than they are for the old stuff. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, you know, something I wanted to mention to the whole uh, audience out there. If you're in the D.C. area, I invite you to come out May 27th. I will to... probably be there. Yeah. To Roadside Grill yes. in Courthouse. Uh, that's in the Arlington area. My band will be playing there. We're going to start around like 9 or 10 at night, and we're going to, it's a big party. Last time we were there, um, it, it was completely packed. They, uh, there was hardly any room for people to stand because of how many people right. were there and partying and dancing and just laughing and drinking and having a great time. Um, so I enjoy the Geek 30 audience too. Um, you know, I, 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 I I ask that you guys come out and uh, support the band. Come meet JoJo and me, and uh, we would love to say hi. Challenge me to a Guinness drink off, and you know, we'll see Ooh. what happens. We still got to take that video. I'm going to take that video after this. Is that going to happen you. today? Oh, yeah. We're gonna, okay. We got some Guinness upstairs. <laughs> we're going to do that. Let me get some Westax rocks real quick. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, but we do have an awesome beer that we're going to talk. Well, JoJo, I don't know if JoJo well, likes this um, beer. It's growing right. on me. It's well, growing on me. <laughs> so so let's, let's talk about what we're drinking today. 
Geek Study is beer time. Today's beer is brought to you by Chris and Chris and Chris and Chris. Wait, and there's another one though. Seven, eight, Chris. Lots of Chris's. Did I wait, Chris? Did I miss? Did I miss anybody? No, there, no. Wait, wait, one more Chris. God. Yeah. Good. So it was a Chris. There's, yes. There's been a lot of Chris's on the show. <laughs> plural. Is there a plural for Chris? Chris? Is it Chris? Chris I. Chris. Yeah. I Chris-ism? don't know. Well, this is a Chris on my raid team. Uh, he actually contributed to a beer before on the October um, episode. Nice. It was, uh, it was during the the Halloween special. We'll okay, with uh, Jamal. Yes. Yep. So, whose uh, voice I still love, by the way. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> So uh, he recommended that we check out this beer from Lagunitas uh, called Undercover Investigation Shutdown Ale. That's a lot of things. That's a lot of things for one label. I don't know how they fit all those words on the front label of the beer. Yeah. So if, if we're looking here at Lagunitas' website, it says uh, Imperial Mild? Question mark. Uber ESB? Question mark. Yeah, why not? Okay, our malty and rich beer with a snappy hop finish truly defile uh, defiles defiles. defiles? It, yeah, I've got World of Warcraft on my mind. I was I was playing. It's also a Starcraft term, so okay. All right. <laughs> uh, truly defies style. Imperial mild uh, Uber ESB question mark. Uh, we do not know for sure, or, or we do know for sure that it is unforgiven and unrepentant. Dun dun dun. Yeah. I feel like each bottle should have its own little siren that goes off when you pick it up. You know, it's just like really yeah. Yeah. super secret until you, it's discovered. That, that's kind of what the, the the label looks like. Yeah, it looks like super secret. It's it's like spy stuff. versus spy stuff. Yeah. Um, if we scroll down here, there's something else that they um, they put down here for the for the beer. It says. From the first day of the first Congress, at the moment of the passage of the first law, we became weaker. No, the extra large B. Franklin, said, <laughs> the extra large B. Franklin, <laughs> the OG, the OG, said it well that you can uh, tell the strength of a society by the uh, pos. What is that? Paucity. Paucity. What does that mean? Paucity of the pages in its book of laws. Today we are all surrounded by laws: tax law, civil law, criminal law, statutes, and bills. Laws that make uh, large and criminal, large and small criminals of us all, and sometimes just doing something that you like to do that uh, hurts no one is also criminal, or at least strongly discouraged. Like Seems not wearing pants in public. Damn yeah, it! Damn it! I want to walk around. <laughs> just, what know? is the issue here? Yeah, it's just no pants are the best of, pants. You know, the breeze is nice every once yeah, in a know, while. They deserve to breathe down you know, there. Boxers get a little air flow through there. Just you yeah. know. Uh, where was it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Seems we can't be trusted to live well and safely on our own. On our own, we would all probably descend quickly into mayhem, cannibalism, and ultimately shoplifting, and jaywalking, and freeballing. It doesn't free, say. In, it doesn't say in freeballing. Freeballing. If only we could all be trusted. It is good to have such wise fathers looking out for us, isn't it? Whatever. So paucity means the presence of something only in small or inf- insufficient quantities or amounts. Scarcity. All right. Big words. Cool. Well, thanks, Chris, for uh, for recommending this beer. Um, let's give it a shot. All right. Cheers. Cheers. All right, JoJo, what are your thoughts? Okay, so... We took a sip of this before the show. This is actually really enjoyable now. 
we uh, we did a pre-tester, which was, we usually do that. So we kind of get like a hint before time. We started doing that recently. We started doing that recently. We wanted to kind of like do our homework because we want to know what we're getting into and kind of get, you know, what's going on. And fresh out of the bottle, this thing kicked my butt. Yeah. <laughs> Real bitey. Right. It was really bitey. It was really hoppy. It was, you know, do I want some uh, beer with my hops kind of a deal? Yeah. But after giving it about five to ten minutes to air out, it's actually very mellow. Yeah. I mean, it is very floral, um, but it's not overtly so, you know? Um, it's, 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 a, it's got a nice tone to it about a medium bite about a medium source of flow and a really great mellow tone to it considering it's a 9.3% ABV alcohol yeah when I first tried it and it had that it had a big bite at the, right. the start of it and I looked it was a at slap you in the face. Yeah, I looked at you. I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to drink <laughs> right, this. Exactly. Well, because and if we almost had been, to pay, you know, put an audible and yeah, get something else. Because if people have been listening, they know. Like my problem with IPAs is that they end up being um, too bitey and almost acidic to the point where my stomach hurts. When right. I, exactly. I have like acid reflux issues, so when I drink a lot of an IPA, it feels like my esophagus is on fire. Right. Um, I. I was scared and then we just happened to sit here and we were talking and then i tried it about five minutes later i was like actually it's really smooth right it's very smooth very mellow again for 9.3 yeah. percent um and it's got a beautiful color to it yeah this is it's almost red right it's almost red it's almost red on there i love how it's sticking to the sides um i don't know it's it's all in the uh, on the tongue and the top of the mouth yep nothing in the back of the throat nope yeah that's exactly right but it's definitely maltier than i ever expected it to be right right which is again with the floral hints that yeah you don't expect it's that it's really really complex yeah. so kudos chris i i didn't know what i was going to think about this when i first tried it i thought it was going to be a little overwhelming let it, it let it air out give it five minutes yeah. you've got it in sniffers so yeah so again uh those listening lagunitas undercover investigation shutdown ale I feel like I need to go wee 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 every time you say that. <laughs> you know? Oh, and by the way, it's 9.3 ABV. So because we've mentioned that three times now because we really need to let you know so this is strong stuff. I'm just I'm just letting you know. <laughs> listen for JoJo slurs. What slurs? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't slur. So while we're enjoying this beer, let's get into the news. Where are my grasshoppers? So we've all grown to love, obviously, The Force Awakens. I mean, but I already loved it before it came out. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and just the, the Star Wars announcement, I'm done. Tuesday, my Blu-ray comes into to the mail, and I'm so, um, a lot. My bosses don't know that I'm calling in sick yet. Oh, really? <laughs> hey, boss, I'm going to tell on you. Uh, okay. Um, he actually, may, he might be listening to my podcast now. I think I told him, but shoot. Uh, no, I'll be at work. Totally at work. Yes. From Watching. Home. Yes. <laughs> or from Alex's house. <laughs> oh, don't fire Joe on this new curved TV. He's a he's a he's a good egg. So with the the launch of this new movie and this wonderful saga that is Star Wars, we've grown to love Daisy Ridley. She's awesome. Yeah, she's phenomenal. Daisy Ridley uh, had an incredible audition for The Force Awakens, and this was released uh, on the interwebs. Yes. Uh, found a, an article on Nerdist, and it was. It looked like the video originally came from BuzzFeed, maybe? But right. They showed well, At least her, they put their name on it, so I don't know yeah, who the original uh, source was. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like it was something maybe originally created by, um, by Disney and Lucas. But anyway, so it, it shows her audition process, and man, she's freaking brilliant. Like, she, she nailed it. 
I mean, she had, like, I started getting emotional over the audition tape. I don't know what happened in Star Wars. Um, she had a depth of character that I didn't realize she had. Um, I mean, it's easy to, like, draw anything in a, in a film. You know, if something's not more emotional, you add music or you add color, or you add something else. She, with, like, the flattest cameras and the flattest makeup and the flattest lighting, just drove a real deep emotion. Yeah. It, um, there's, they did a. Um like a torture scene yes yes her and it it looks like the torture scene from the movie like the actual one um and she looks like she was being tortured in an audition (laughs) you know she you see tears rolling down her face she looks like she's she's like agony and right and like i wanted to like jump through the 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 computer (laughs) and like go save her i felt really bad if you audition her let her leave her alone shoot because like it showed uh, whoever was doing the audition it may have been jj abrams yeah but had like his hand like on her head, kind of like what Kylo Ren does to her on in that scene. And I, yeah, I was like, "Come on, yeah. like let her go. She's a poor <laughs> girl." And then I mean, it shows other scenes where she looks like so innocent, so like little sister like, yeah. and so like bright and young. And you feel bad because yeah. it shows the bright stuff first, and then it shows her in a audition of a yeah. torture scene, and you're like, "Oh my god, please yeah. <laughs> don't!" But I love that that they found her. That this is her first movie ever, right? And what a hell of a first movie. Yeah. <laughs> How does that happen? Oh, my God. So to th- there's always kind of a running um, joke that, like, if you star in the in the Star Wars movies, as an actor, you're effed. Right, as an actor. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's, like, it's almost like a, a curse, right? right? Because you can say that about, like, for the original trilogy, I mean, uh, um, Harrison Ford went on to do great things. But he wasn't an actor originally. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. But like, you look at Mark Hamill and um, Carrie, Carrie Fisher, Fisher and some of those other folks. Like Mark Hamill went on to do a lot of great voice acting. Yeah, he went behind the scenes. Yeah, um, but Carrie Fisher didn't really do a whole lot. She got really into drugs. Um, she had a couple of cameos, but as Carrie Fisher, you know, wasn't as as an actor. Yeah, um, and it almost because even Mark Hamill had a, an appearance in a Jane Solid Bob Stri- Strike Back. You know, so his movie. Jay, appearance- say that one more time. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, but you know, he became a cameo of himself on on film, but he became the beloved Joker in the background. I mean, I I don't see a Joker animated Joker without seeing Mark Hamill. Yeah, true, true. But I. And you kind of say that for the prequels, too. I mean, um, what's your name who played Padme? What's her name? Uh, Nicole uh, something? Was no, that Nicole? No. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Totally it is. is a na- oh, Nicole. God. Yeah. With, Nicole with an H. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I mean, she went on to do some things. And, and Black Swan. Black Swan and, no, she, well, she started in Leon the Professional, though. That wasn't her first movie. So. Well, I, I know, but she was also really, really, really young when she started right. Star Wars Episode One. She was like 17 or something. Exactly. Um, but there's kind of like this, this running curse because I mean, Ewan McGregor kind of went on to do something. He was already, really but he was already established. He was she already was established. Ar- she was already established. Um, but Hayden Christensen, Christensen was not. Yeah. And he just kind of fell off at the wayside. Right. I, I'm hoping that that doesn't really stay true here with people like John Boyega and, and Daisy Ridley, these young right kind of newer actors John Boyega has been in stuff because Adam Driver's already established oh yeah and, so that wasn't yeah. an issue and same thing with Oscar Isaac and, right uh, but well I mean Oscar Isaac even if he wasn't established he's just so beautiful in that damn film that he he can't not get a new role damn good <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a bromance over there yeah. <laughs> like Poo Dameron like oh Dameron shit oh, no. <laughs> oh. <All right. laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry not sorry but 
she's going to go on to do great things. There's oh, yeah. talk about her being Lara Croft. Did you hear about that? Really? I did not hear about that. Um, she's got the face for it. Yeah. Especially if you look at the way that they've redone the, the Tomb Raider games. Right. I did lately. see the, the updated ones. Because they just, didn't they just release new DLC for it now? Probably. Recently, I'm actually, couple? I'm waiting for it to come out on PS4. It's, okay. It's, it was a, it was first released on Xbox One. They're delaying the release for PS4 okay. for some reason. This Because uh, uh, they had a exclusivity deal with yeah, the Tomb Raider stupid. series, which... That, again, so obviously I have issues with Sony, but that's stupid because it actually came out on Sony first, and it became popular because yeah. of the Sony platform. Yeah. So to steal that back yeah. was kind of a weird thing for me. Um, it, it should be it should be launched on its home. Just kind of, kind of like Final Fantasy should be on Nintendo, but that's neither here nor well. there. <laughs> so, before we go out on another Sony I rant, keep drinking this beer. J- just listen to our last episode if you want to Um she would be great in that, though. Oh, oh my awesome. god! Yeah, she would be a great Lara Croft. Right. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I want to see her do a lot more. I want to see her in more things. Um, I'm and a big fan of even outside of the acting. I love. Uh, so there was a recent thing where some dumb person was like, "Well, she's not a real woman. She's a skinny twig, and this is what Hollywood wants to put on the screens. And you know, real women have curves and blah blah blah." And she actually went on. It's like, no, real women. Your every woman is a real woman. Period. You know, yeah. all women come in different sizes. That and drives me. Crazy. You know, um, so it's one thing. It's it's for females to have an attack on other females. It's not really uh, good for the whole gender as yeah. a, as a whole. But the fact that she took it in stride is like, no, that's that's not correct. Yeah. But she didn't go off on anybody. She didn't yell. She was like, she just very calmly said, "You're wrong." You know, look at the bigger picture. Yeah. People are stupid. Yeah, they are. Really are. People are really stupid. I don't know why I got high there, but yeah, <laughs> just my my voice yeah, was like, right. there it is. Yeah, there are stupid. There's, there's, there's uh-huh. helium. <laughs> <laughs> Judge turned into Mickey Mouse for a second. Just you know, <laughs> I also do Cartman. Or <laughs> there you go. All right, so we're gonna post this article from Nerdist in the uh, in the show notes as always. So feel free to um, check that out. Uh, a lot of good content there. Daisy really is adorable. Jar Jar Binks is an evil Sith Lord. It's everything Star Wars. So. Yeah, that's true. We do. We try to bring Star Wars into every single conversation. He's got a Star Wars shirt on right now. I do. I, oh, I am actually. I'm wearing it's a like a, a blueprint sort of thing of a of an X-wing. It's kind right, of but that's the old school X-wing. This is the old school. The yeah. the 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 T sixty five. There we go. I'm looking down at my shirt awkwardly. All it's right. all good. Not saying a thing. So next up, uh, I thought that this was actually kind of cool because I have a severe fear of sharks, as Jojo knows, and as, <laughs> the, as uh, some people in the audience may know. I'm very scared of sharks. Not very Why? scared, but Why? like I just am very uncomfortable <laughs> with the thought of a shark because they have no souls mostly. Why? 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 Why is this? Un, this irrational fear. <laughs> what is this? Not, not a fear, but you okay. seem to be uh, right. highly so, discomforted so around it, them. It all started when I was, I don't know, dun, dun, nine, dun, 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 ten dun. or something. Right. And I was sitting in my living room. Um, it was like a weekday evening. I finished my, my homework. I sat down. My mom probably made fresh cookies. So I was probably sitting down on the couch eating some cookies and milk um, Katie was probably drawing on, you know, in her coloring book. She was probably right. pretty young at that point. And my parents were like, hey, let's, uh, look at this, Jaws is on. And, uh, I was like, oh, okay, well, cool, mom and dad, you know, I'm only like nine or ten years old, so you go ahead and put on whatever you want because you're <laughs> responsible parents. And, uh. Well, it's a Disney flick because, you know, your mom's obviously a Disney no, nut, so. Not a, that's like Universal. 
That's not it for you. It really is. It's you no, know, it's a Universal Studio. Like Universal oh, that's, <laughs> I see what you did there. Okay, oh, yeah, no, I don't even like. Well, because it's like the right. ride was yeah. at Universal Studios. Or like, yeah. anyway, um, in the very first scene, if you if you recall, there is a young boy who is out in the ocean, mm-hmm. and his name is Alex. I don't remember and, that at all. Yeah, wow, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, me being the, the young lad, the young impressionable lad I am, uh, I saw that. I saw him flailing for help. I saw that, uh, that the shark killed him and ate him, and it was very traumatic. Oh, wow. And uh, I probably cried. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> with that in mind, Airbnb is listing, um, in, it has a listing in Paris that lets you sleep with the sharks. So you're, you're signing up for that tomorrow with Deanna, aren't you? Fuck that shit. <laughs> Isn't Deanna in on this? I'm Deanna! <laughs> no! No, no. I can't. It's she, scary. I can't hear you over her. She's yelling it, at you. It's, it's sharks. I can't do it. <laughs> She's totally doing it. God. Surprise. It's, happy anniversary. Uh, in September. Whatever. <laughs> so they put this bedroom down in like a little capsule. It's got windows all around and there are sharks freaking swimming all around these. How are they able to sleep with those soulless monsters? But they don't have lasers attached to their heads. Yeah, they don't need lasers because <laughs> they can suck the soul out of you with their dead eyes. Something tells me that this is already like booked for the next two years, but I need to get on this. It's actually kind of neat. Yeah, I would love this. In all reality, like... You protect a big loss. It's all good. Yeah, but you know what? If, You're not going to hold a raw piece of meat to the window. Them, if all of them just charge the glass at once, you think that thing's going to hold? Sure. Okay? Why no, not? It's not. And then, you don't get, and then like, they're just going to start coming in and being like, hey, I'm going to eat you now. Well, I mean, they have to eat each other before they eat you because they got to fight for like the alpha shark. So maybe I can get out in time. Yeah, you have time. I don't have that bad of a fear of sharks anymore. <laughs> I've I've come it's, to it's not like, I've been able to I've been able to put myself in situations where I go to like aquariums and I'm like and you're facing them. away from I, the aquarium I, tanks I, while you're eating dinner. Okay, all right. So <laughs> that so I just planted a seed. You have to hear the story. Right, so <laughs> we were um, our, our friend Beth got yes, mutual married. friend mutual yeah. friend Beth got married. And uh, this, this Beth is like family to me. She's like a sister. She, I've known her since high school. Um, our, you know, families are close. Uh, and Deanna and I were both in her wedding. I was actually a bridesman. I was on her side. Um, super honored to do that. And um, I love her to death. I would do anything for her and her husband, Peter. Um, and by anything, I mean um, eat with sharks. <laughs> so they got married at an aquarium. Uh, the, beautiful. It was, it was beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful ceremony. Um, they did a lot of cool little ceremonial things with like mixing paint and some other things. Like right. And they they held in like the lobby of the of the aquarium, which was beautiful. But even like the centerpieces and everything. Everything was just like cute. Yeah. It was such a great touch to everything. Which yeah. Is so I don't know. Totally awesome. I, I sang a song for them during uh, their about ceremony. Sharks? Not about sharks. <laughs> uh, it was a song that she actually requested that I that I performed for them and it was like really touching and I felt honored and I loved it. Um, and then we got to the reception hall and the reception hall was in the shark room. And the, so it's okay to like, if I can keep my eye on them because then they can't sneak up on me, but they basically had the entire bridal party up against the, the tank, like the glass area with our backs to the sharks. (laughs) And, 
there were so many there were so many pictures of me looking really uncomfortable and I really wasn't that uncomfortable I feel like the structure behind you was like signs he's like ha ha lunch or, yeah, you know like, coming a little closer you know <laughs> but that that along with other experiences while I've been at aquariums and been able to just stare down the sharks and understand that they're, no they're not going to kill me just it's going to be okay Alex so you want to go get your scuba certification gonna, no, and go out into the middle of the ocean no and- as long as there's a piece of glass between me <laughs> And those soulless monsters—I <laughs> mean, those sharks—you uh, know, trying to be fair here. One of the same, right? Yeah. Then, then it's all going to be okay. So, so what you're saying I, is, you're signed up for this Airbnb. No, so when I saw this, I—I I wanted to get some feedback from people. Would you do this? I would. Gonna, yeah, in a heartbeat. I'm going to put the link up in the show notes. Uh, email me. Let me know if you do this, or email me if you have an ir- irrational fear of sharks, like <laughs> like I do. I can't deal with it sometimes the uh emphasis on irrational (laughs) but i mean i feel like i wouldn't go to sleep because i'd just be so fascinated not only by sharks obviously but because it's a little hypnotic to watch fish well fish as a whole but uh water changes the direction of light so light dances through the uh, the uh the the cabin or whatever you want to call it the little tank that goes in there i'm sure as it gets darker there's less light there but you still probably get a little bit of diffusion in there and i'm sure it looks amazing i wonder if you're trying to go to sleep and all of a sudden you hear I will see I I'm the kind of asshole that I would have that mp3 on my phone and you know finally go to sleep but if I had like a friend there or whatever I would be playing (laughs) I'd get slapped or my butt would be kicked or you know it'd it'd be worth it you know it'd be hilarious I'm looking at these pictures man it's it's even have a little plush shark on the bed how how awesome is that I would gut that thing uh, hand it over to Finn yeah, I'd like to <laughs> All right, so take a look at this. Uh, Geek30podcast at gmail.com. Email us. Let us know your thoughts on this one. I, I'm real curious. All right, so what was next up in the news? Let's talk about, oh, Microsoft's HoloLens. Microsoft? Why are we talking about Microsoft? Oh, because they're a little bit uh, relevant in today's society, JoJo. They're actually a lot of it relevant, and I... I, I I feel bad saying that, but I'm actually very big fan of them right now. Yeah, why are you a big fan of them? Well, I mean, everything that they've been doing, <sighs> Microsoft as a whole has been sort of the, well, we want to help everybody. We're making things kludgy because we can make, you know, this video card work and that processor work and this. And so you had these patches that just kind of bogged down your system. And they always seem to be like one step behind everybody mm-hmm. else um, and whatnot. But this newer Microsoft feels almost like a startup company. They've come up with ideas. Um, they're this, being really innovative. They've been really innovative. The Surface, well, I yeah, mean... They're being, they're being pretty innovative. I don't want to say really innovative. No, but they have been really innovative, though. Um, their their Surface idea was fantastic. They've done tablets in the past before, but the execution of the Surface is fantastic, where it's a really seamless transition between tablet and laptop. I just feel... Yeah, okay, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I just feel like it was really convenient that they did that right after the iPad. But it wasn't right after the iPad, though. When was it? I mean, because the iPad okay, it was like a couple years after the right, iPad. It was a couple of years. So, like, right after the iPad. But it wasn't right after the iPad, though. They, they didn't just remake the iPad. They didn't go the Android route Agreed. and just, and just you know, copy and paste. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I agree with they, that. They said, because, I mean, Windows 10, or even, like, Windows 8, Windows 7, when it was on the mobile platform, Windows 8.1, looked absolutely nothing like Android or iOS. You know, it's its own beast. And now they've gotten to the point where the desktop meets the mobile platform, and it's very... Uh, I mean, it's, there's still some hiccups here and there, but it's very seamless, that transition between the two of them where you have a laptop, you have a tablet, and everything works on that. And they're doing a lot of things with their peripherals, like 3D printers yeah. and the integration of that, and their new HoloLens, that's awesome. Now, the only 
issue I had with the HoloLens up front was it's a really big headset. Yeah. And that's the one thing that scared me is this, is it just the sheer size of the headsets. Yep. But the uh, the way it's being presented is fantastic because every virtual headset that's been coming out so far, um, the Oculus Rift and whatnot, they're closed. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're blacked out. So you're only being fed the information that the screen inside the, uh, the lens is giving you. You can hurt yourself. You could have walk into a wall or, or lean on a table that's not there. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's um, that's driving back the point of our um, the, the topic at the beginning of the show where we said uh, stop walking into walls IRL. Yeah. Um, so in the in this article that is on the Verge, and I'm going to put this on the show notes if you'd like to follow along. There is a video at the top of it. Um, the the person here, Lauren, she tried out the HoloLens and, you know, basically talked about the good things, the bad things. Um, really intriguing, mm-hmm. really interesting. They juxtaposed some other footage of people using the Oculus Rift <laughs> and like other closed um, VR headsets. Like, like, when, we say, ju- when we say closed, I mean, you cannot see yeah. through them. They're um, opaque. Exactly. So like JoJo said, you know, these, these VR headsets, part of it is like, you know, you're really ingrained in, into what's actually like in front of you, like right. in the Oculus. So when you're using the HoloLens, it's just like glasses, like big chunky glasses. You still see the head. room around you. Yeah, it's just all of a sudden that wall, that blank wall across the room, has like a UI interface, like right. user interface, right there. Your whole living room becomes an augmented reality environment. Yeah, yeah so everything's augmented. Uh, <laughs> and they had this video of this little girl. She looked like she was like five or something. It was yeah. adorable. She had on a VR headset, a closed one like the Oculus Rift, and she had an object in her hand, and she started walking, and and she it looked like she was going to lay something on a table, and she went to lay it there, and then went to lean on it, thinking like it was there because obviously you're a little if this is your first time ever experiencing that, and you right. don't really you think it's understand real. it. Yeah. So she goes to lean on it, and face plants. Right. Exactly. It was it was VR headset and everything. It was funny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was cute, but it was funny. Yeah. So. Um, these, so these, I don't know that they're true virtual reality simulators. It's not going to put you in a yeah, game. Yeah, I don't think, and I don't think that that's really what they're aiming right. to do here, right? This is more just taking your tablet or your laptop and being able to walk around your house and doing whatever. So if you want to do FaceTime, if you want to yeah. know, Photoshop something, if you want to go on the internet, your whole house becomes something you can interact with. You're not limited to a 15 inch or a 27 inch, you know, monitor, or whatever you have on your desk totally. or whatever you have on your lap. Um, so this is more, um, like Alex has a beautiful house over here. He can go three different floors, and you know what you can interact with upstairs is different. What you can interact with in the middle floor, and they could put up uh, like a start menu anywhere you want it to. Show you your news on any door, you know, or if you have a kitchen countertop, put a, a recipe up on front of it, you know. So just interact with the environment you're in. So it's not it, it is virtual reality because it's a virtual version of realism, but it is not the closed off system sensation where you're just completely like closed off from the world in your own little um environment this is an interaction with the real world yeah and that's what's really neat is that it can go you know we talk a lot about gaming here and and gaming capabilities are awesome you know augmented reality is coming to our phones with stuff like father.io or oio do you you know what that is it's like a first person shooter using your phone so all of a sudden 
if you and me and like five other people are just hanging out in a park or something and then all of a sudden our phones buzz and it's like game time right and then all of a sudden you're, we're using our phones and we have to like split up and it's like laser tag with right. the phones like and and uh pokemon go Right. Another augmented reality. I could walk outside and there's a freaking Bulbasaur right I just, there. I feel like it's starting to catch on now. Kind of like, it's, it's weird. Um, video chat, I was doing that with my friend Mike back in 1998 when he went to Virginia Tech through video, uh, video cameras that had serial connections, game port connections, wow. before even USB came out. Yeah. And I fried tons of cameras trying to talk to him. At the time I had a Mac, I tried to use Ivy, tried to use, I ended up having to use a PC in order to talk to him. They weren't cross-compatible because yeah. there was limitations on the platforms. And... Uh, fast forward ten years later, everybody's video chatting through uh, through uh, Skype or you know Uvu or you know eventually FaceTime when that came out or Hangouts, uh-huh. um, and that's kind of what's happening over here because this kind of stuff has been around for a while. They've done that with different Star Wars games on the uh, mobile platform with iPhones and whatnot, where you have an X-wing fighter and you're, and you're trying to shoot down Tie Fighters. They had it on the 3DS where you can point your thing around and shoot little heads of yourself if you wanted yeah. to. So, and they had little augmented reality cards you could put down for the 3DS that would give you little characters that would pop up and things you can interact with and whatnot. So, technology has been here for a while, but it's starting to pick up and people are starting to get mainstream with it. It's and um, people are focusing more on it, so it's becoming right. better. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. I think it's so neat. And just think about beyond the gaming capabilities here and beyond the video stuff, just like medical applications. Right, exactly. Like what if somebody were like in surgery or whatever and using something like a HoloLens and it's able to identify vital organs and like other right. arteries this, and other things. By this is what like, you need to cut and it, it'll highlight the heart, you yeah, know, or yeah. go around the lungs or yeah. do whatever you need. Make decision right here and it'll put, draw the line for you automatically. Right. Or if you're in the middle of something, you can maybe like, Hey Siri or Hey Google, where it'll listen for you and say, Hey, um, what's the maximum amount of uh, oxytoxin I can give somebody or, you know, amoxicillin right. or whatever. And also it pops up, okay, 80 milligrams is my maximum. Let's get them as 60. As much as possible. Right. <laughs> all of it. All of the morphine. <laughs> the morphine, the better. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, it's just one of those things where at a glance where they can just pick up something real quick because it's, it's always great to study this stuff and have it on knowledge. But anybody knows the medical field in particular, things are always being updated. Uh, cost, one day, one year mammograms are bad. One year mammograms are great. And then it's bad again. And it's great again. If you eat pork, it's bad. And then it's great. You know, I if you eat pork. Get, uh, pork's amazing. You know, so it just depends on which <laughs> year it is and which scientist studies it. You know, it's good or it's bad. So, whatever the latest update is, I can ask. Okay, what it, this person is on A, B, C, and D prescriptions. Yep. Can I assign them this? No, this has a negative impact with this medicine. So and you're it just, just pops it right there, there. Back in your chair, and you're, and you're just kind of. Like t- it's almost like talking to yourself because then you're like you see all the stuff happening through the hollow lens. Right, exactly. You also mention, or imagine like uh, architecture. Let's imagine that you're building something. Right. And you look over to the plot of land, and there is the 3D rendered, you know, building there, and it's like place brick here, place That's, next brick here. So that one of our first episodes was talking about Star Wars using that for yes. that environment where they can put yes. trees. Again, that was a closed-off VR where everything is encapsulated into one, you know, environment. But that'd be awesome to be able to interact with the real environment to see buildings and see this plot of land yeah. and draw it in place. So it's even better than virtual reality because it's it's a version of the real ver- uh, life, you know? Yeah, golly. So this is cool. Awesome. I don't know that this is going to be the best for gaming. I feel like. Yeah. Um, Things like the Oculus Rift and the Samsung uh, ver- uh, headset and whatnot we be better for gaming because it's closed off, so you get completely focused into that one game. You're immersed. You're immersed. But I feel like the um, the Hololens solves a lot of issues that they can't perform. 
you know, with the True. real environments. Like True. being able to walk around your house with the thing on. Yeah. Could you imagine walking around the house with that on, though? I mean, I, I take tumbles without that. Well, they, <laughs> they, they've also made clear, though, that this is a prototype. Right. So right. hopefully it becomes a little more streamlined looking and not as clunky, but. Yeah, the only thing I can imagine is, I know there was a Kickstarter a while back, and I can't remember what the name of it is for the life of me, but there was a little stand that um, you wore special socks, and it was a Teflon coating, and so it held you in place as you walked in different directions, but you basically walked in the same place. So it gave you the sense that you could walk everywhere, but you're isolated into one you know, square foot area or two square feet area. Is it a little thing that, like, are you talking about the VR thing that, like, like? Has yeah, like so a it's a, there's a base that you walk with, like, yep. Teflon and socks, and then yep. there's a middle thing that holds yes, your waist, exactly and then you turn about. around. And, and you can, different. like, hold a gun and, exactly. like, point a gun and stuff. So that, that works great for the closed-off headsets, because you can walk wherever you want to, because you're not going anywhere. If you're in a room that has a chair or a nightstand, and you're walking around, and all of a sudden you lose a toe on a nightstand, that might not be your best interest. Totally. <laughs> um, that would also be a great workout, by the way. Oh, yeah. That'd be such a good workout. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm gonna play a couple rounds of Halo. Oh, you just lost thirty pounds. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, I'm a freaking Spartan now. <laughs> Hell yeah. I am the Spartan. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of which, I need to go sign up for a Spartan race. You want to do a Spartan race with me this year? I am too fat. I am like no! two of you, dude. There are people who are really out of shape doing this, and they, they take their time. I'm in shape. Round is a shape. Well, okay. <laughs> you just sat there like, okay, so Jojo Jojo has a lot of like stupid strength. So he, yeah, he, he, um, like a better word. He just helped me move some stuff over to uh, my uncle's house, um, and we're we're just like lifting stuff. And Jojo, like Jojo, you don't work out normally, do you? No, no. I mean, yeah. I, I I do cardio stuff occasionally just to drop. He just lifts furniture. That's I just lift furniture. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, I let me weights. move." And then I, I lift weights and judge lifts furniture. <laughs> One of my friends, um, they were struggling to get a nightstand or a three drawer dresser, something relatively small, into a moving truck. Um, this was about two years ago, and she goes, "Don't worry, I'll just bring JoJo in." And I came in like an hour later, and uh, her friend Ryan at that time was like, "Okay, well, I'll grab one side. I'll grab the uh, you guys the other side." I go in there, grab the whole damn thing, pick it up, run up uh, two flights of stairs by myself into the door, and put it where it needed. He just like go. stared, like dumbfounded the whole time. It's yeah, like, <laughs> what just happened? It took two of us to do that. It's like, eh, you know, yeah. yeah, he can't walk himself up. A set of stairs. I, it was an assisted walk. No, I had to carry. It was, <laughs> but to be fair, when shit hit the fan, I knew where to go. Oh, you certainly did. <laughs> Even though I didn't know. I was exhausted. I've, I've never been to that bathroom before. And I knew where it was for whatever reason. <laughs> so, guys, drunk JoJo needs to be carried. That's all that there is to that. And he, apparently he also does a Ray Charles impression. Or Stevie Wonder or something like that. So Ray Charles. I don't know how when he hits full drunk, he goes into Ray Charles. You know, guys, you know how like Ray Charles like waves his head back and forth. Like, That's also Stevie Wonder. So does he? Okay, well, all right. They, they both do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. both do it. Um, that's what Jojo does. That's how you know that he's drunk. He starts off by by headbutting you and boop. yelling boop. <laughs> and he did that to Deanna once, and Deanna looked at me. He she was like, "What is he doing?" I was like, oh, "He's just drunk." <laughs> don't worry about him. Yeah. <laughs> you're good he's good it's and not, then when good. he starts to refer to himself as being drank and not drunk that's the second level and then the but third, I usually I've, I've already handed my keys by that point so yeah you've handed over your keys <laughs> at that point um, and then by the third full on drunk Jojo it is full on would you only see me once of 
okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. I mean, that once took you carrying me up two flights of uh, steps. Yeah, <laughs> you were drank at that point. Oh, yeah. Um, we we were at a mutual friend's birthday party. We love you, Marissa. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, and Marissa, who was on the show before. Who was on the show? Yeah, about anime. It was awesome. Um, and I delicately put down a ceramic plate or maybe it was porcelain i don't know what it was but i delicately put it down because i don't want to like slam things down everybody's like oh my god you're so delicate and for what a reason they were talking without me and it got into well drunk jojo it's like how did this escalate to the story i don't understand the you know that doesn't make sense there's no intro to that and so it was the next 20 minutes of people laughing about drunk jojo it's like all i do is put down a plate that's all i did I couldn't understand it. Those margaritas last night were really good, though. I heard. I stuck the beer. Yeah. <laughs> they were good. Oh, man. Well, guys, that's it for the news. That's it for, for hanging out with us tonight. That I think is, that's a good time to I think show, that's a Jojo. great time to so, end this show. Where, where do people reach us? Well, if they wanted to reach us, we have a couple different options for you. And the first is always our email account, which is geek30podcast at gmail.com. And geek30 is all spelled out, although geek really isn't a number, although 30 is a number. Yeah, <laughs> so a, you spell out 30, geek30podcast at gmail.com. We're on the interwebs. 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 Intertron at geek30.com. Again, 30 is spelled out. You can hit us up at Twitter at geek30. We're on Facebook if you want to look up the uh, Geek 30 Happy Hour or even on YouTube, Geek 30 Happy Hour. And if you want to call us for whatever reason and tell me, hey, you suck at Sony or hey, I can out drink you in Guinness. There is a fun number. You can't. No, let's be clear. You can't out drink Guinness. Jojo and Guinness. You can't outdrink Guinness and Jojo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's slurring their words? No, I, I just finished mine, okay? Catch I'm still, up. Uh, catch yeah. up. <laughs> well, I'm working on that. So while I catch up, Alex is going to give you a phone number. <laughs> Leave us a voicemail, 443-424-3350, with your thoughts on all things geeky and news-related. Uh, we would love to hear it and have you contribute to the show. Um, and special thanks to Jamie Sweetland for all the production and awesome music that you hear. If it sounds great, it's his fault. Yep. Thank you to Lagunitas. 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 They're from California, aren't they? Probably. I don't know. What does it say here? Chicago, Illinois. Oh, no. Yeah, California and Chicago, Illinois. So thank you to you guys for the awesome beer. Um, I actually like this a lot more than I expected to. Once it aired out. Yeah, once it aired <laughs> out. And thank you to the Geek 30 audience for listening. We will see you all next time. Until next time, thanks for nerding out with us. See ya!